Hey, everybody, welcome in. Another edition of The Wrap. Tom Mazzaway and Clarence Black in our studios. The Jim Reels friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios here at NRM Streamcast headquarters. Uh, welcome in. I want to thank uh, Rod Allen for joining us on our last show. That was fun. Chat about uh, baseball in general and uh, how they can move forward and hopefully start playing some games again. And uh, just peaceful stuff, uh, Clarence. And uh, speaking of peace, we bring uh, one of our good old buddies back here, uh, EP, Ethan Perlman. Joins uh joins us on the eve of the Major League Baseball draft. Play two buzzer. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great to be back. How are you, kid? I'm doing good. You doing know, I good. thought about you last week. You sent me that great news about bowling green baseball. They were given the death sentence. Yeah. They had mm-hmm. pulled it away from them and we all said, How the hell can you pull it away from you? You got guys like Oral Hershiser and, and other other guys that have yeah. played for this school. How do you not ask them for money to keep this alive and what happened? And in the matter of three weeks, they raised one and a half million dollars to <laughs> wow. save the program, and uh, it, it's great. I I was I went down to the university the day we all said goodbye to the program, and uh, then you know the next few days the fundraising continued, and before you knew it, we were up to one and a half million. How about and that? Now, what does that buy them? That buys them three years on a five hundred thousand dollar budget. Uh, every year, though, we have to raise five hundred thousand dollars to continue. Play the next year. Yeah, and you think that'll be feasible? I think it will be. I think the university realized that they made a mistake cutting the program before going to the alumni, before Could going it? to anyone about, hey, would you give money? Because if you don't, then we're cutting the program. How stupid are they? How, how bad do they look? Uh, don't they look bad? I, I think you know. I, I think this was a, a move they had wanted to make for a while, and COVID gave them, uh, you know, an out and mm-hmm. to say it's okay. COVID's fault. Um, and I think, you know, they would have lost a lot of a lot of fans. They would have lost a lot of alumni who supports the athletic program because of baseball. Yeah. I mean, and you, you don't to... you think they jumped the gun by doing that? And we talked about it. Other schools want to do it. Other schools have cut programs, but yeah. baseball well, East Carolina. Not be, East Car- baseball I sent you the article. Cut. Yeah, where, you know, East Carolina was one. And you know what's difficult, and it's a whole different topic. Mass is one of the biggest problems that the the sports teams has is the fact that and people aren't talking about this college enrollment across the country is just dropping as people evaluate the cost versus the benefit you know and and it's it's i have so many i have so many friends who kind of have that same story of you know you four years the debt versus what kind of job are you getting when you get out versus trade school i mean we talk about it and and it's one of our selling points in the military which is Hey, look, you get done with it. You get done. You get done with just the average four-year degree, mm-hmm. and you can easily be in six figures of debt. That you ain't. Ne- you, you will pay. You will be paying this yeah. for life. Right. If you end up with a, you got a. Let's say you got one hundred eighty grand of debt, and you get a thirty-eight, or you get a forty-two thousand dollars job. Forty-two out, and which is which is solid for you know first gig out of out of college. You ain't paying that back. Like you, you are you are already up, ice skating uphill in life. Right. And so the sports teams have the very so now you talking about less students, less money. It, it it becomes just at that point just just math. The math doesn't work. So let me ask you this: Now that COVID is hopefully coming to a close here, and we're all starting to get out again, and we're starting to look ahead till August and September, when schools start. Do you think schools will be back to normal? Or will people still be at home doing 
the Zoom meetings and stuff like that? I'm going to ask you first, Clarence. I think it depends on two things. It depends on how you're financing school, and it depends on um, if you're going to a specialty school. So, and what I mean by that is if if mom and dad are paying the bills and mom and dad go, hey, you ain't going on campus, you ain't going. Now, if you're paying your own bills and you're like, hey, look, I'm trying to get the best education possible, that may be a little bit different. <clears throat> it also depends if you're talking about a trade school. Like we've got the flight school, the flight school, I, I forget the name of it, Michigan something, the aviation mm-hmm. uh, technology mm-hmm. school. I mean, they're, I think they're, you, you have to do that hands on. That is a hands-on trade school. I think schools like that are just going to say, like, no, the people are paying us that money to get those skills. You can't you can't do that stuff at home. Um, Can you do a freshman curriculum at home? Yeah, because the lecture is. I mean, think about your freshman year. You have your freshman pre pre prereqs for English. My kids are going to be. My kids are going to have their freshman credits in high school. I mean, my my girl, my Lily and Abby, they're already taking college. Your so Lakeview. Shout out to um, Lakeview High. Robotics, some of your robotics courses, your computer courses, things that things that that naturally lend themselves to online learning, you'll be fine. Anything though that is more of a trade. So you think about your like MSU with that agriculture department. Mm-hmm. You you can't you can't do virtual uh, whatever it is germ German I forget whatever. Um, but you know you're talking about yeah. I mean you're talking about like the the seeding and turf and grass and all of that stuff you have to touch. Medical schools. Right. Another one. Those are things about touching. And so you're feeling more confident of, of these schools opening? Regular regular Michigan State, Michigan opening up to freshmen, sophomores, whatever. I think not. I think certain certain schools within certain departments have to be, they are just hands-on. Your your labs, your chemistry labs, your kids that – so your kids that are pre-med, you can't do that shit from home. you got to go in and do your labs. You have to get that, that hands – you get that hands-on work. You have to have that that time. So, but again, if you're a freshman, your freshman prereqs, I know for a fact you can do from home. You, and you and yeah, you miss out on some of the stuff. But so high schools going forward, and the school that you work for, the charter school that you work for, the private school. Yeah, I, I know Eaton that, Academy, right? Yep, Eaton Academy. You, you coach there. Are yeah. You, are, you, are you planning on coaching again? I, I plan on it. Uh, unfortunately, though, with the plan, and we have to follow certain guidelines that the state has laid out, but looking at our, our phases right now, we won't be able to ha- have after-school activities like athletics until, I believe, phase three or phase four, but I know what they're looking at right now. Aren't we the, on phase four now? Phase four of our of the school. Okay. Not, not of the state. Okay, okay. Um, but I know right now what they're looking at is looking to – have half the student body on campus starting in the fall one day. The other half will learn online, and then you switch the next day. So that they're still getting the, guy, the, the students in the classroom, and they're still learning in the classroom. But unfortunately, you, it's just the amount of people you can have on campus right. in that And there's not vicinity. a lot that go to that school. I'm talking about if you go to a regular high school, Bloomfield it, High, yeah, Lakeview e- High, and St. Clair Shores. Yeah, Eaton has about 200 students. But right. also, we don't have the, the size of a building that some of these other sure. high schools have that yeah. where you can space out a little bit more. Are you confident in your kids going back to high school? Uh, I mean, my son starts in the fall, and yeah, I feel good. Man, I just because I feel like at the end of the day they're going to figure out the best case scenario. Um, I'm more concerned about the sports part of it. Oh yeah, uh, he's a football player. That's a that's a contact sport. I How understand. often are they going to test them? How often are they going to test them? 
will we have to sign a waiver? Let me ask you, do you, do you even care anymore? And if they I, let you go back to school, come on, talk, uh, talk to me. Yes. It's August. Remember I told you, we're I don't, gonna, we're I'm, cool right I'm now. whatever, but when it comes to my kids, I'm a okay, little but more. Let's just say we're status quo from now to August. Very few cases hit. Are you confident sending your kid to school and to play ball? Yeah, let him play. Let him play. Me too. You can't, you can't, you can't run from it, man. It's gonna eat. right. It's it, a you, virus. You cannot run from it. And we all sat at home. We sat at home for a long ass time. And people still got sick. Still, people still got sick. And some people didn't. And now, and again, the, the beautiful. Let me back up. The interesting fact about this, these protests nationally. Is that the is the number of people that have gathered and broken all of the social distancing rules that happen like that, and and when I say protest, I'm also talking about the the patriots mm-hmm. who were the first to actually break ranks and gather because people forget that. And again, not being political, it's just a fact. You know, they were gathering at state capitals, Michigan, Massachusetts, and people partying in the Ozark, mm-hmm. and reportedly the people that were all partying in the Ozark, like. There's not cases okay. that came from that. They're okay. Okay. Same with the Florida beaches and the California Florida, beaches. Yep. So not. if we if we come into August first or even July first, and there is not this swath of cases that is hitting all of these places where people were gathered, then I'm I think somebody's gonna say All right. Maybe this thing has kinda died down and then let's go out and you know, see what we can do. Listen to the rap here on NRM Streamcast. Tom Mazoy, Clarence Black, Ethan Perlman uh, joins us. All right. Tigers are on the clock. Five freaking rounds. The Major League Baseball draft instead of 40 rounds. Yeah. Tigers sitting with the number one pick. There's Give five me- instead of 40? Yeah. yeah. They cut it. Explain why, Ethan. Well, the main the main reason is they didn't have a long enough college season or high school season to evaluate all these guys. So it's easier just to go five so, rounds. Wait, so they almost happens? canceled it. They yeah. almost canceled it. All right. So and the Tigers are getting screwed. All right. So the NBA guys, and we talked about this um, last week. The NBA guys are in a weird situation because again, they those guys typically would sign. They would sign before they go play summer league. So, you know, you get drafted in the NBA, you got maybe like two, three weeks, and then you, the NBA league year, by July 1, those guys are in the tank and they got a summer league uniform on their plan. They're getting paid. Now you're talking about some of those guys won't get paid for a while. I mean, the season starts December, they want to start the season December December 1st. No, what, what sport? basketball but i'm talking about oh, next, next year, year. Oh, okay we haven't finished okay. but remember we haven't finished this year yeah. right so some of those guys are either they've taken out loans from agents or those guys agents are on the hook and paying them to train mm-hmm. so now as an agent some of these agents are like you know because you figure all right for i gotta i gotta carry this kid and his family for a few months until he signs but now if they ain't gonna sign until the draft which is in what October or something somebody yeah. said. Yeah. So now you got to figure out. I mean, some of these kids may look back and say like, "Shit, I should have stayed in school." Just because I'm going to I mean, by the time it rolls around, I'll be back like right back where I started. Mm-hmm. So baseball's got 5 rounds. Tigers are on the clock. Yeah. Give me your top 3 guys. My my top 3 guys are the top 3 guys that they've been listing and it's Torkelson, Martin and Lacey. Torkelson's what? Third base or first For, base? First base. First base Arizona State. Yep. Martin is shortstop, second, third, center field for or Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. And uh, Asa Lacey is left-handed pitcher from Texas A&M. 
Asel AC. Yeah, that sounds I, like a picture. I, I love the name. Yeah, that um, sounds like a picture. Asel AC. <laughs> yeah. AC on the mound. So, is, he one of, is he one of my people? He's not one of my people? I don't think Asel? he's one of your people. No. Asel? <laughs> How's he name Asel? He ain't black. Why am I whispering? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> is um, he one of my people? <laughs> <laughs> and I and I know the consensus is the Tigers should take Torkelson because power bat. I disagree. We always take pictures. I, I disagree. I Here want, we go. I, I want Austin Martin. I want the the high upside versatile infielder outfielder who has been graded as a better overall hitter than Torkelson. He's got well, a better glove. He's got more speed. He can play anywhere on the field. I, I instead of just so an back, old instead of a statue yeah. at first base. My, my thing is, if you take Torkelson, I need to know with guarantee he can play some place other than first base. Where's Jess? I mean, I, so this might be a Jess question. It may not be. <laughs> Jess and I were talking you. about I'm just this saying, earlier. So if I were to say, give me, if you look at Tiger drafts the last 15 years, or even if we back up, if we look at when the Tigers made their run, when they were relevant, when they mm-hmm. were contending, they were still taking pictures when they were when when they were contending. Where were they getting value based on their draft picks? In what positions? Was it pitching? Was it utility? Was it power? Where? So, you know, and the, the funny thing is, you can talk about those draft periods, but a lot of those guys that the Tigers drafted, they also traded away. Yeah, Eugenio okay. Suarez, great yeah. pickup. Yeah, guess what we got in return from though, Alfredo Simon. Simon. So I mean, there, there, you can look back at it, but a lot of those guys the Tigers drafted early were no longer with the organization like two to three years in. And you blame, um, him, of course, Dombrowski for that. Yeah. Yeah. And the only thing that I think is going to happen is I think the Tigers, unfortunately, are going to take Torkelson. I'll be fine with it. But I really hope he can play left or right field as well as first base. And the reason I'm thinking this is because the last time a first baseman was taken number one overall, and it's only happened twice, mm-hmm. was Adrian Gonzalez. Mm. And he was drafted by none other than Al Avila when Al was down with the Miami or with the Florida Marlins. Um, I didn't know that. There's only been two first basements taken. The last one was back in 2000 with Adrian Gonzalez. And, you know, they, they hit it. He's a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Of course he um, is. But I don't think you can duplicate that. And people that think that— If you're that, saying only one first baseman has been taken first overall? Two. 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 That's, the last one was back in, I think, 76 or all right, 67. But all right, so let's— But let's, they could be first-round yes, picks still. Yeah. It they could be, be one can, through I'm 30. fine with them what? being a first-round pick, but the number one overall pick has to be the best player available and something, in my opinion, that can also fit your team. That So that, let's talk about—so that's what I wanted to ask you. So okay. people at home, right? So And, and this is where I, I am admittedly—I'm admitt, admittedly shitty with that. Football, I get. Football, you can you draft. It's yeah, not always the best player. You. you draft your need, and we don't, you draft we don't know your. Baseball. But remember, we talk to this. But we, Maz, we talk about Ravens, right? Yeah. It's like the Baltimore Ravens know. know who they are, yeah. and they just you can be like, man, that guy should, shouldn't even be in. Nope, that's who we want. Mm-hmm. Steelers. Mm-hmm. We think about organizations that get it right based on their DNA and they what Ebron, they're looking by for. The way, this year. Basketball, different. You're trying to get the best guy, unless you are. A contending team, in which case that pick is damn near irrelevant unless you just get lucky. Mm-hmm. But in baseball, what is the what is the thought process? So if I'm looking at the Tigers, I can't sit here and say, "Oh, they need." It, it seems like they need everything. So how do you look they at do. a team and determine best player versus like? Well, well, typically, typically with the number one overall pick in baseball. You would typically look at, okay, is there someone that completely blows everyone else out of the water, regardless of need? 
Right now, I don't think Torkelson does that. I think him and Martin are so close that either one of those guys could go number one. Lacey could even go number one if the Tigers really wanted another power left-handed pitcher. I don't think they're going to do that, though. Why? Because, in my opinion, they've they've built up the rotation enough in the minors that, okay, we can afford to wait to the second round to Why? pick a pitcher. Because, like, because, because Martin and Torkelson are two better prospects, and they fit a need in your organization. How far but away are they? Yeah. Of coming up. I think Torkelson, two years. Martin, depending on what he shows in the field and where he can where he would be fitting in a Tiger lineup, a year to a year and a half. Really? I he's he is a patient hitter. I think he could easily hit three hundred at the majors and be a great defender. The only thing that he lacks and I think will take time for him to develop at the major league level is his power. He's got power. Not Torkelson power, but he's got power to hit 15 home runs in a year. What is their DNA? I, and I guess this is kind of what I go go back to, man. Is what is their what am what am I what am I paying to see? What am I investing in? What style of play? What mm-hmm. if you tell me, look, we're going to get mass, we're getting some arms, we're going to shut people down, right? Like, and, oh, and, they, shit. and that's what they have. That's what they have coming up in the minors. I think until what, they blow I, out their arm. I, yeah. well, let's hope and pray they don't. Right. <laughs> but the the thing that I think a lot of people are looking at when it comes to the Tigers lineup is okay. A lot of these guys right now are unknowns. Regardless of Miguel Cabrera, everyone else in that lineup is an unknown. Um, because everyone else in that lineup from last year has only been in the majors for maybe two and a half to three years. Yeah, but the people said the same shit about the Astros before we found out they were cheating with the Altuves and the Correas and the Springers. I mean, these guys, well, I remember when they, I'll never forget, I went down there on a Tuesday when we had the salute to service, and mm-hmm. it was like, I mean, they were horrible. But somebody said, like, yo, in a few years, man, these guys yeah. are going to be. Because they built up a, a, instead of building up a young core of pitching, they built up a young core of hitters, and they, they got them right. And that's the thing, though, with hitters is you want a guy who's going to have the versatility. I'd like to have but an Altuve. Be, because if they don't have the versatility and they're not a five-tool guy, for example, Spencer Torkelson, in my opinion, his big tool is his power. If his power does not translate to the major league level, he is a complete bust. But they had him up here at the same time. Springer, Altuve, Correa were playing at the were same all, time. They were all drafted. They were drafted one after the other for three years. So, so then they what hit is their, on three picks. Are you telling me Martin is Correa and Altuve-ish? I'm going to tell you Martin's more of a Correa-Springer-ish. He's got he's got speed. I'll take it. And he's got the ability to get extra base hits. They might not all they might not be a lot of home runs, but he he's got easily I think 20 to 25 doubles in a year. Why not bring your pitchers up and just throw them in the fire? Um one, I don't want to wreck them mentally, but two, I want I want when I bring up Mize, when I bring up Manning, when I bring up Scooble, I want to bring them up all together. I don't want to I don't want to vary where they're when they're coming up. Because a they've already got chemistry, they bring energy, and two, I would have them under contract for six years at low pay. But if they're coming, they're if they're coming, they're coming. If they're coming, they're coming. But think about right now where the Tigers sit with who they have in their rotation. You've got Boyd, who you don't know if you're going to trade him or not. I wish they would because you would get a good return. They probably won't. Um, but aren't they ready to? Cont- but, uh, you said they were ready to, con- to I, contend I, next yeah. year. Yeah, 
And that was if this we had the Ethan play. That was you... that was if we had a full year this year because I would I would have liked to see in September call okay. ups. Okay. Mize, Manning, Scooble. One because it starts their service clock, but they really don't get that much on it. And two because by that time Jordan Zimmerman, God only knows where he would be. His contract's done at the end of the year. Ship him out. Right. Possibly see what Turnbull and Boyd do. But that's my why during the why, year. I don't I don't want these guys to come. So I watched the Roy Halladay piece, mm-hmm. and I, what came out of it, you know, early, and, and Roy Halladay was, had, had admitted this when he was alive. He said that he said when he went to the Jays with all the expectations that had he not struggled, he would have never became the Hall of Famer. Because in his mind, he, he figured like, yeah, I, all right, I'm high pick. I mean, I, and I wouldn't be a high pick if I wasn't good. And he went, But the struggles, the struggle is what eventually where he did develop. So – I mean, you're saying like, don't bring them up. It might crush them. It might crush their comp. But it, look, maybe that's what they need. Come up here, get work, get worked over, figure it out. Isn't part of being a young pitcher get worked over so you can figure this well, shit out? Well, and, and I think no matter when you bring them up, they're gonna at one point or another get worked over. The reason I want them to wait to bring them up all together is one, it's gonna make that clubhouse livelier together because they have that chemistry. Okay, they've been in they've been on the same team now for almost two years okay but two at that point your your hitting your lineup might be a little bit more figured out you have a better idea of where your where your lineup is going and a lot of those guys that will be in that lineup will also be coming up with them is there a market for mickey will he be here after the all-star break yeah um, that contract. You don't think a, you don't think a contender is just going to say the hell with he it. has signed through twenty twenty three. This with, year with, he's with, not going with anywhere. With a vesting Jesus option Christ. for this 20, year, he's not going anywhere because this is a, a half yeah. a year at best. Yeah, and he's got a vesting option for twenty twenty four. Okay. Um, it's like with the uh, with the man. amount of money he is due, I don't see it happening. Um, and with baseball, you can't restructure deals, so you it will be really it would be really difficult to. Are you to, listening, son? This is why I want you to play baseball. <laughs> uh, but but I think the biggest thing the Tigers need to look at with this draft is okay. Number one, we can't miss. We have to find who our guy is, and we have to hit on our guy. Two, it's five. It's five rounds. They have six picks in five rounds. Um, it would. It should be really hard to screw up. Then it's a free for all, right? After that, e- yes. But so there, be but there, there, there is a cap. There is a um, there is a limit on how much you can spend outside of these five rounds. Um, do Tigers have first crack after the rounds are no. over, or it's a free for all? It's a free for all. What do they want to be? Like, what are we? What is Garden Hire ultimately? And is he on this? Are they on the same page? Is Avila and Garden Hire? Is everybody in that organization on the same page about honestly, what I don't, Tiger Baseball is going to be? Honestly, I think Avila has a good idea of what he wants it to be. I just don't know that Garden Hire is going to see it through. I think Garden Hire's got you know, I think his contract was supposed to end this year. Now I don't know what it's going to look like because we don't know whether or not we're going to have a season. I think he's staying, and I think he bought in, and I think. This year might even help him to stay even further because let's, they're not going to be as bad as we thought they were going to yeah. be. There's not as many games. I know it doesn't make a lot of sense right now, but I don't think you can lose out of 80 games. I don't think you're going to lose 60 games. <laughs> you're not going to be 20 yeah. and, and 60. You yeah. could. No, they're going to win at least 35 games. 
Hey, 35 games might make you one of the top right. 16 Look, teams in yep, the playoffs. There you go. Anybody, <laughs> it's playoffs. a sprint, man. It's a sprint. See, I told you they Jeez. make the playoffs at least in two years. <laughs> They're going to allow eight teams per league to get in the playoffs. Eight teams. My prediction might be a year early. Man, you might be. They might be comedy. This year. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're going to have – so what you're telling me is we're going to end up with, like, on any given weekend, we're going to have the Stanley Cup Final, the U.S. Open, NFL, NFL Football, the World Series. Don't forget uh, the Triple crazy, Crown, too. Hey, oh, God, crown. yes! This is going to be the wild – boys, this is going to be the this wildest fall. This, this is going to be the wildest fun. fall of all time. I mean, it will be completely fine. I mean, imagine – It's going to be like the we, tournament, we, dude. We, you're going to see You're gonna see just crazy – like the Cartoon yeah. Network's going to have Game 7 of the Stanley yep. Cup Final. You're not kidding. I mean, we just went through a, what is the three, four month period with no sports. So I'm yeah. fine with having oh. a ton every day, every weekend. I mean, for baseball, depending on how many games hey. they they agree to, you're gonna have games every day. Do you think, have no choice? Do you agree with pumping in the crowd noise? No, I like the players being mic'd up though. I would rather the players be That's mic'd up, cool. talking to each other. Yeah. Um, I'd rather have that and music. So like what the Astros do on a usual basis. Yeah. And ESPN, ESPN started... <laughs> you didn't get that. It was a joke. I, I got okay. it. ESPN, though, started doing that during, uh, what was it, Wednesday Night Baseball or Monday Night yeah. Baseball when they were micing up guys. Yeah. It was great. And talking to them out yeah. there as well. Hey, thanks for coming in, kid. Thanks for having me. Love hey, you, man. Play to the buzzer. Hey, I've enjoyed the Play quarantine, the as you know. Yeah. I probably watched six... Game sevens of the Stanley Cup in the last two days. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm ready, you, man. man. I, want, I want the NRM softball. Like, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, NRM versus some of these other rat bastard stations. Like, let's do it. Let's do it, man. Thanks to Angel and uh, Dave behind the glass, Stevie Mac at home. Thanks to everyone for listening to the rap. Tom Mazzaway, Clarence Black, Ethan Perlman on NRM Streamcast. E, you're up by 10 with five to go. You better press. You better <laughs> Stay press. tuned. It's King and Foster. Press, e. They're coming up next right here.